Hey everyone, it's Baron. What you're about to listen to is the first episode of the Table Talk Show, the bi-weekly Patreon exclusive series where we the cast get together and talk about the episode, we answer listener questions, and much, much more. I'll give you this one as a freebie, but the rest of these episodes will be on our Patreon as a part of the $5 tier and up, so if you want more of this, you can click the link in the episode description, or... Just go to patreon.com forward slash the encounter table pod. That's patreon.com forward slash the encounter table pod. And don't worry, the main campaign will still be going up on here. It's just that the table talk show is a Patreon exclusive show. So that will be going up on Patreon. Everything else will still be going up here. Don't worry. All right. That's all from me. Love you. Knights of the Encounter Table, and welcome to the Table Talk Show, a show talking about another show talking about banging Preston's mom a lot. Yeah. I already, I I'm already, like, holy shit! I think I, I think I, I think I might have to bow out now because I've already been embarrassed and I haven't even defended. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, go ahead, go no, go ahead, defender, 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 right here. Right I think that Dex is exaggerating his relationship with my mother. I'm pretty sure the DM agrees with Dex's. <laughs> the next five episodes, like the fun fact at the beginning about Dex, will be different sexual positions that he's banged your mom. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you can argue with Dex all you want, Joe, but it's kind of hard to argue with God. I yeah, God, God doesn't sad. know my mother. Oh Dex man, is practically a like how did that? How did that even start? Because that's like the highlight of the episode. Well, it's Joe, Joe started it. I did. I was cool. like, hey, yeah, could you I'll... call my mom since my phone died? And then Michael turned it into, <laughs> oh, that's Dex right. Is fucking my mom. And I was like, okay, this is not quite what I wanted. <laughs> I saw an opportunity. I fucking took it. As you did you fucking take it. As you should. You took it just like Preston's mom takes it. <laughs> this whole this episode oh, that, better that not just doesn't get old. It just mom. doesn't get old. They just, they can keep going. No, no, going. no. It's, it's, it's not just about your mom. It's about episode one. It's what do we think about, about it? Dex and how Dex fucks your mom. No, <laughs> no. it's about episode one. How do we how do we feel about episode one, y'all? Not bad. Not I like bad. this one. I thought this aside from the the mom fucking, it was great. <laughs> we need we need we need to to to, to take a step back from the mom fucking for it's a true, second. It's true, it's true. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes you got to take a step back to admire the mom. Oh my god. Yeah, and you get tired after a while. Yeah, man, men have to recharge. lower stamina. Okay, let's re- let's recharge. Oh, let's recharge. Man. Let's recharge from all of that. Yeah, let's re- let's recharge. Focus on a different topic. So, Joey, uh, I'm just going to go around and ask everybody this question. I like uh how did uh, everybody here come up with their characters? Oh. Like what was the thought process? Well, okay. My original thought process was that I wanted to I wanted a character that I could like easily I could like easily make a voice for it and then hold that voice. So I and then I kind of built him from there, which is kind of backwards. I feel like I feel like the voice is really one of the last things you want to do. But uh, Preston, Preston being English, kind of led me to Preston being preppy, which then led to him being rich, which then led to him being kind of the way he is, where he's like sheltered, but also like kind of uppity about stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's not really like a right or wrong way to go about making a character. You got, you just got to start from somewhere and then let the seed c- grow and blossom into the beautiful flower that is the British boy. The British boy. <laughs> the like the premise for this 
this campaign being like getting absorbed into like a D&D world. I wanted to make someone that would like kind of not know like what's going on per se, but like not everything was going to be like a shell shock experience. Like he had some prior like knowledge, mm. even if he did think it was just all like make believe, you know, and it kind of brings like a sense mm. of like, it's not always going to be like scary. He's going to be like excited about some things. And I think that's kind of fun to portray, especially in like an isekai. Like there will definitely be things he's like horrified of depending on what auto decides to throw at us in future episodes, but <laughs> I like, I don't know, I like Preston, I like Preston being a <laughs> kind of like easily pleased in the sense where he's like, he's just like entertained by a lot of the things that are going to happen in the world. Mm. That makes sense. He definitely had like the levelist head going into this for sure out of the four of us. He did seem yeah. to embrace it the most, for sure, for sure. It was, it was yeah, pretty Yeah, he was funny. like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, even like whenever all the characters were like pointing out like the physical changes that happened when they came to this world, I think it mm-hmm. was either Dex or Clarissa was like, oh, your ears, your ears, like talking to, uh, to Preston. Yeah, like, it was oh, Dex. Wow. He was like, ears, ears. And he was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh look at that. Oh, like, <laughs> okay, guy. I do really like the voice that you came up with. Oh, me. it's so much fun. I really like doing it. I like doing it around the house now, too. It's so funny. It's like so much fun <laughs> to do. It reminds me of that. Good practice. <laughs> it reminds me of that Harry Potter meme on TikTok where it's the chess scene. It's like, he's going to sacrifice himself. No, Ron, you can't. Oh <laughs> Not me. Not, Not Hermione. Hermione. You. <laughs> my God, that is exactly what it is, and I love it. Mm, good shit. Oh, it's so much fun. What about you, Brandon? How did how did Dex come to mind? Oh man, um, I think okay. So Dex started as all good role playing characters do. Um, at a funeral. Yeah, Oof. that that oh. that was weird. Um, okay, so like. ADHD brain means sometimes you get a good thought at the bad time, you know? Uh, that was pretty much Dex. <clears throat> I was sitting at my grandmother's funeral, and, like, I had the idea of, like, this skater boy, which my original thought was, like, super dumb, but I was like, okay, Brandon, put that on the back burner. Think about him on the car ride back. <laughs> so, like, once I was driving <laughs> back to Florida... <clears throat> um, I just talked to my oldest sister about this character, and I was like, we kind of just like bounced some ideas back and forth. We had been like on a Pirates of the Caribbean kick, uh, so I was like, oh, I really like the idea of like William Turner, but like dumb, but in modern <laughs> and Dungeons and Dragons. And so she was like, okay, so not William Turner at all. And I was like, correct. Uh, so <laughs> I just took his last name. And then we were just like, oh, fuck. Oh, that's how you got the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His last name, it's, it's like, he's a swashbuckler. So I was like, oh, my God. Ha, ha, ha. William Turner. Cool oh. reference. And then I didn't think about the fact that there's literally a stat that's just referred to as Dex in the game when I gave him that first name. It was supposed to be a skateboard pun. Like, <laughs> like, like a skateboard deck. Hey, it worked out. It worked out. And then it was like, after I had made him, I was like, fuck, he has a stat called that. Well, oh, well. But um, I don't know. I feel like he's not even done yet, honestly. Because I feel like episode one, he was just big idiot energy. And then like episode two, it's more like chaotic, but in his own weird way thought out. And like by the end of the second session, there's like an actual coherent full sentence version of Dex that I feel like might be a bit more viable for a long term campaign. Definitely. For the first episode, it's we all definitely are kind of uh, one note characters. But I mean, that's yeah. just the nature of the game. It's going to take us a while, like role playing wise, to really flesh out everything that we want to do. And like sometimes it's like uh, role playing moments and stuff like that will 
there's spe- there's spew of the moment things that can come up, and like you don't really know sometimes where your character's gonna go until you know you you get through the game a bit more. Yeah, pretty much. So all I really had to figure out for Dex was just like, yep, he's skater kid, kind of like punky. I had he's the idea. Skater of like boy. Previously he's skater boy. He's a later boy. He's gonna fuck on Preston's mom. I thought we were hey. getting away from hey. this. Oh, that'd be a good one. I thought we were getting away. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, we've seen a whole album of uh of Preston's, Preston's mom. mom. Just different, just different parodies. It yeah, I'll, I'll work go. on it. I'll work it on it. It can definitely be done. <laughs> oh gosh, I was I was joking. I was joking. Teamwork. <laughs> it makes a dream work. Jordan. Yes. Jordan. Talk to me. How did you come up with Clarissa? So for Clarissa, so I've always played kind of like likable characters. You know, the character that Mm -hmm. is pretty involved, but is pretty likable. So no one ever really has any kind of conflicts with them. But this time I was like, okay, I kind of want to choose, like create one that would kind of stand out a little bit more and so for clarissa i kind of thought regina george from mean girls so like Um. nobody (laughs) likes the preppy girl nobody likes the rich spoiled girl you know who is used to getting everything that she wants and i thought huh how interesting would it be to take someone that's living that lifestyle and putting them into a DD world with people that she normally would never associate herself with and so in a way, I kind of was looking to choose a character that everyone loves to hate. So I think it definitely works. Like, I don't think Clarissa has like the most zingers in this episode. But like when when she does decide to speak her mind, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, she has a bit of a sharp tongue. But I mean, that's just who she is. It's great. The thing that I like about her, too, is like because of how she's starting off as like it leaves so much room for all kinds of character development, like to which I. I'm still figuring out oh, absolutely. how I want to go about that because I want to keep it like spicy with her, if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense, yeah. She definitely seems like the type that could go in one of many different directions with all this. Oh, yeah. I want to keep everyone on their toes if I can, so. Like, is 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 the fact that we're in such a crazy place going to boost her ego? Is it going to make her more humble? Um, I mean, it really just depends on the sort of encounters we get into, I guess. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, her ego's pretty boosted, at least probably doing better than she had <laughs> thought she was going to be doing. And if keep, if things keep going like that, then she probably will get a bit more of, like, an airhead, like a bigger head about her, but... Especially in episode two. Yeah. Charity gives Preston so much shit, it's... Her Preston, I think that's probably my favorite <laughs> dynamic, despite yeah. like how. Oh yeah, it's definitely oh, my that's favorite because she loves Clarissa's out like stir Preston. the pot energy. Oh yeah. Like, oh my, my god, she's like, like she it's yeah the definition. That's like, the best way to put it. True. She's got to keep herself. It's like the word she somehow. uses just embodies like a shit eating grin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like you don't have to like see her in his face and know it's like exactly what Clarissa looks like. She's just like, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. I love the like the feud that her and Preston have right now. It like just makes the, the comeback so much easier, <laughs> and I love it. I guess when it came to come up with Scott. Uh, similar to how Joe started off with a voice, I kind of started off with like, okay, what kind of character build do I want to do? And then I'll go off of that. And like, I haven't played a druid in a while and I really wanted to try like the starry druid things that sounded pretty cool to me. And then like, just based off of those two things, I was like, okay, what would, how, how can I translate this over to a modern kid, you know? And then that's how, that's kind of how Travis Scott or Scott, Scott, God fucking damn it. <laughs> That's kind of how fucking 
<clears throat> That's kind of how Scott Travis was made. <laughs> yeah, this is going to happen a lot with uh, with that name. It's going to get a little confusing <laughs> at times. It's kind of I'll just start, I'll just start all, calling him like, Scott. We all, what's the word? Uh, we we had we chose different starting points for creating our characters. Like Joe. Oh, very was much so. Yeah. Voice. Uh, Dex is the name. Scott is the class, and then Clarissa is like the archetype. But I think that's really fun. Yeah, I think it's really yeah, cool it's really fun. It's just serendipitous that they all actually like blend in a way. I chose God. But yeah, I kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I kind of thought it would be kind of a weird uh, juxtaposition to have like my character be a druid, but at the same time, he's like turned himself into somewhat of an incel gamer guy who doesn't go outside at all. Thought that'd be an interesting dynamic to play with. So you you mentioned stars being kind of like a main point of uh travis no scott <laughs> fuck mm-hmm. this is gonna be difficult scott, scott. <laughs> it's all good it's all good it's all good what, just, um, his name's scott let's just go with scott i guess like in terms of like what you want to reveal now about your character what was like what's kind of like a big theme like i guess in real life for him that would like kind of focus his attention on things like stars or like if he's really <clears throat> into astrology Stuff kind of like that. Like, kind of, what kind of like made you gear oh it God, towards that way? Is he a closeted way? astrology boy? He is not a closeted astrology boy, actually. Uh, Sad. Um, just like as a kid, you know, he was really into animals and uh, going on. He, he went on a lot of camping trips and stuff as a child, and he was able to travel a lot. He was privileged enough to, like, go to a lot of different places and experience a lot of different things when he was really young. Without getting too much into other things that I don't want to spoil just yet for his character. Yeah, that's that that's basically the base premise of it, is that he's sort of like re revisiting that side of himself, if that makes sense. Kind of connecting to his inner child. Yeah, kinda, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's actually, actually that's actually really yeah. sweet. And I feel like that can be manipulated quite horrifically by our DM, though. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Why would you give him the, the thought? Why would you oh, I don't give know him if I needed to. Oh, know. you think he needs to give me thoughts? Speaking of, um, Otto, real quick, what's the name of the, uh, the, the book that we're going through for this campaign? What was it called again? The campaign's title is Call of the Netherdeep. Call of the Nether Deep, and that that's a uh, a critical role campaign book, right? So yeah, Call of the Nether Deep is a critical role campaign book that takes place in the world of Exandria, which uh, is their own little place that Matt Mercer came up with because uh, he's kind of a genius. <laughs> okay, no, you don't understand, Daddy Mercer. Mm. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> Levi Senpai. We love Levi. Senpai. Oh yeah, dude, Levi. I'm more of a McCree man myself. <laughs> what the fuck? In the MCU, the Mercer Cinematic Universe. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, he plays McCree in Overwatch. Oh, gotcha. I did not know yes, that. He, yes, he does. Going uh, going back to the campaign books, like, what was it that made you want to do this specifically for the show? So, I was always a fan of the voice actors that are on Critical Role, and mm. I had listened to, like, six episodes of their podcast and i was like holy crap they're they're too long damn it (laughs) like if you miss like two weeks now all of a sudden you actually have eight to twelve hours of catching up to do and i was like i ain't about it but knowing the stories that they have written and come up with i had a really good feeling about that book and when it came out i was like i'll pick it up it's 50 bucks uh sucks but i'll pick it up and the art of the book and the story the problem I find with a lot of D&D campaigns is it's like, here's an encounter, congratulations, here's another encounter. 
And like, yeah, combat's fun and all, but fuck off. I want some like moral dilemmas. I want some puzzles. Mm-hmm. I want the fun, not combat that D and D really get into. I like the story, and I think that this book delivered a lot of what I was looking for. And I just wanted to play it. And then you're like, I want to. Uh, I brought it up to Luke, and I was like, Hey, I want to play this. You want to join? He's like, Sure. You want to record it? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, no. Uh, I that that is one thing I definitely really like about your DMing style so far is that like somehow you're able to keep the sessions pretty concise. Like I've played in games where sessions can go from anywhere easily from three to six hours long, and yeah. for for a podcast that just doesn't work at all. <laughs> So like the 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 hour and a half to like two hour area, that's kind of like the sweet spot in my opinion. And you've been able to like keep it in there for the most part. I agree. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Very impressed by. I do enjoy like a good three four hour session, but like you said, for podcast setting, like you're gonna get really dedicated viewers that are gonna listen to the whole thing. But if you're like me, you're listening to one episode of Critical Role, and it took you like two weeks. Yeah. So it listens like twenty minutes, and then move on to the next. Or whatever I was doing. And you know, that clearly they're doing something right. It's just not what I enjoy. Yeah, um, that's basically the the consensus that most of us have here. <laughs> yeah, no, this is a different type of podcast. Like, clear, clearly it's it's working for them and all yeah. the more power to them. Considering yeah, they like, are like the number one D&D podcast, it's like, obviously they're doing something right. Well, I hate to put on my glasses and say, well, technically, but, uh, well, technically they're not actually a podcast, they're a live stream. <laughs> yeah, shut up. You see, the thing is, they can keep doing what they're doing because it's clearly working. I want to make wiener jokes on the internet. Fuck yeah, baby. Yeah, fucking your mom, Preston. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. I have one thing. And and I have to iterate this. Critical Role, Dungeons and Daddies, and the Adventure Zone don't have, and that's our youth, baby. They're all old boomers. (laughs) I mean, we're getting there. Fuck whoa, off! Whoa, 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 we're, we're getting whoa. there, guys. I'm, the right I'm gonna be 23 age next 22. year. Screw that. that. I've got at least 10 more years before I die. Y'all, I feel <laughs> old. I feel really old. 15, if we're lucky. I'm just starting to feel young. My hairline should not be receding right now, but it is. We're closer to 30 than we are 12. Hey, think about That's it. That's fine. 12 sucked. 12, 12 did suck. 12 was a ass year, to be honest. 12 through 14 sucked. 12 it. was a really ass year. Okay, but like right now we can still say we're in our mid twenties in like a year or two. Nah, it's nah just we're, we're early twenties, man. We're early twenties. Uh, we're early twenties yeah. still. Thank goodness. I'm not gonna be Are in my all... mid twenties until I'm thirty two, so that's all right. That's fair. <laughs> Age is a concept. I'm every just... white mom in America. Oh man, I'll be twenty forever. Tw- <laughs> you shopping at Forever Twenty One? Of course. Oh gosh. <laughs> Where else can you get those fly ass bell bottoms for two fifty? Bell <laughs> Are there any Forever right. 21 still in business? Yes. I have no idea. Oh, I'm sure. If you go to the to the Michigan Mall, yeah, you'll, you'll see Michigan there. Mall. Uh-huh. Really? Oh, yeah. That's another question I had for you, Otto. Canonically, what mall specifically does this take place at? Let's say <sighs> Rivertown Crossings. It's gotta be one of the Spencers. Rivertown? Gotcha. Rivertown's got a Spencers. Yeah, it does. And it has Forever 21. That works. You know we just set it up that like we're going to have to do like a trip to Spencers and do like, a pop-up there eventually. Oh, absolutely. We oh, fucking it. bet, dude. Absolutely got it. So in the center of that mall, there's a rubber tree that kids like oh, yeah. play in. I love that tree. That was my youth. We I'd play on that for an hour and then go to Olga's 
and get whatever those things are. And what is Olga's? What? It's a restaurant with a fancy kind of bread. I don't fucking know, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> All I know is they used to give me a tiny, like, one-ounce jar of Play-Doh, because I was a kid, and that's what their <laughs> toys were. Hell yeah. And I, I was fucking ecstatic. Okay, I don't know I'll if they do this anymore, or if this was just this one location, but did y'all ever get, like, the actual bread dough from Carabas when you were a kid? You went out to a restaurant? I've never been to Carabas. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, gather around, children. Let Papa tell you a story. A very short one. Do tell us, Daddy. It's not even that much of a story. Tell us a story. <clears throat> but when I was a kid, we used to go to Carabas, right? Right. And, again, I don't know if it's just this location or if this is everywhere, but they would bring out, like, bread dough for the kids to play with. And, again, I don't know if this was, like, up to code or if this was just, like, my mom being a very persuasive person, <laughs> like, giving them the puppy dog eyes or whatever. But, like... They would let us, like, like us, the kids, create something and then bake it into bread. What? Whoa! So you know how many like fucking bread stick figures I ate as a kid at Carabas? That's crazy. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, I went to culinary school, and in Michigan, at least Michigan, I don't know about other states, it is not you do not need gloves for food that is not ready to eat. So if it's being cooked, yeah, it's completely kosher. True. Hmm. Did not know that. So yeah, no, they could absolutely do that. I also that. forgot you went to culinary school for half a second. Yeah, two years. Cooking's a skill for the lady, or to impress the ladies. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I said cooking is a skill to impress the ladies. So, there we go. That's like you said at first. You were like, Twitter oop, we're recording this. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> so what I think Otto meant there is that if you have a vagina, you already know what you're going to do in life. If you don't have a vagina, don't even think about oh cooking. My God. I think that's what you're going to You would think. Sorry, Jordan. You would think. You would think. You cook, okay? <laughs> I know this one girl who cannot cook, so I'm going to do all the cooking. So other than the Preston's mom bit, because we, we, we overdid that Beat a little bit, into I the think. ground six um, feet down. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I uh, what are some of your guys' like... What are some of your guys' like favorite moments from the from the episode? Episode one. I mean, I I like the introductions. Like, I liked how we all just kind of like yeah, it's like spur of a moment. We all just kind of like happened into each other. How everyone um, came together. Yeah, yeah I really like that too. I loved listening to how Dex and Scott met. That was awesome. <laughs> that was that was joyful. That was such a pleasant time to listen to. And then I I don't know. I think Jordan just like personified Clarissa and like what a girl like Clarissa would have done in the situation that happened in the mall with her coffee getting <laughs> stolen. And it just, Thank you. I don't know. It's like, it just kind of like, it set the tone for like how like this campaign was going to go. And it like, it made me, it like, it was kind of relief, you know, cause you never know going into a new campaign, how people are going to like mesh with one another, how like, how like reserved they're going to be about their characters and stuff. And I felt like, it was kind of a good indication that this is going to go pretty well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it definitely helps that we did like a test record beforehand. In yeah. The, uh, I, for I forget if we talked about it on one of these uh, episodes or not before, but we did a little test session in the uh, Rick, Rick and Morty Rick and uh, campaign, the pre-built campaign. And fun fact, fun. I've ran that campaign four times and never finished it. We'll finish it. We'll it's finish cool. it. I we'll get there. It. We might have to do it. It's like, it'd be like. Yeah, it'd be like, what, a five-session 
campaign, something like that? Uh, yeah, maybe something like that. For, no. The first time that we can get everybody together for a batch record, we'll do that. How about that? Well, that would be, be fun for like, a, like an event. Yeah. yeah. Like if we ever show, bring back Szechuan sauce. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Or like Dude. a season seven or whatever they're on now so there is this there is this youtube video about how to make szechuan sauce in this dude's dad's kitchen when his dad wasn't there oh is it you yeah i have the link oh my gosh yeah it's still on youtube no we don't need to bring that up we don't need to bring up the old youtube oh no no we we really don't yeah we do hit me up for that link you'll never find it wasn't there so i can make fun of it (laughs) you'll never find it i'm the only one that knows how to find it jordan and i found it literally just sitting on discord that's right. God yeah. damn it. Never mind. Jordan, Otto, and I were I'm sitting this. talking on Discord, and Jordan's like, oh my god, the finance sloth? And I was like, holy fuck, let me find Sh- it. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes. No. Okay, Shut yeah, worry, I will. Patron. No! Hey, I think we'll, that, we'll I think like, that that's, is that's a great way to promote uh, where a podcast uh, is all about. I think it provides a great image. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, a little bit of backstory here. <laughs> This is a about a 10 or 12-ish minute video that uh, me, uh, Otto, and another friend of ours made for our personal finance class. I wasn't even school. in the class. I got roped oh, yeah, into this shit. I was in the class. <laughs> I got roped into this uh, bullshit. Basically, we had to like sum up everything we had learned in the class. And we I asked if we could do a video. Teacher was like, cool, just make it entertaining. Make it, you know, it's got all the stuff in it. And so my other buddy played this character named Oliver, the oh personal God, finance advisor, and he's Australian. Hey, hey, he did a good he did a good Aussie accent. All right, I don't know what you're talking he about. He did a good Midwestern trying to do an Australian accent. <laughs> Can you do an Australian accent? And for. Uh, for one of the skits, we needed to talk about how investing works, and it's like basically you put in a little bit of money, and over time, interest and all that makes the money grow. And so, because uh, the theme was Australian, we had a we had a sloth, and uh, I gave the sloth some money, and then after an eternity, he gave me back the money, but with interest, so he gave me more money back. And uh, Otto played the sloth. We had him shirtless in shorts with a opened up fur <laughs> vest on. And just a just a black nose painted on his nose, and uh, he rocked that let, role very, let me very tell well. You what? It was quite entertaining. Nothing's more degrading than holding a hundred dollar bill under your titty. I have <laughs> never been se- more sexually aroused in my life since watching that video. <laughs> wait, 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 back oh. up a little bit. Back up a little bit. Jordan, did you ask me if I could do an Australian accent? Yes. Well, you see, I'm an actor. Of course, I can do an Australian accent. Oh my gosh, that's such a pull. That's such a fucking pull. I think I'm the I think I'm the only one who got that what reference. Can I say? <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, long story short, we're putting that video in the in the um uh, in the Discord. Should we put it in the Discord? Yes. Should we put everybody see it? Fuck off! Fuck off! I'm in charge. We'll also of Discord, post it on the Patreon. Too. We'll also put it on the uh, Patreon because we're in charge of the Patreon, we'll and you put can't get it off of there. Uncensored version on the Patreon. <laughs> It is uncensored. I don't, they showed a dead baby, baby joke to a classroom of high schoolers. I don't, how it was in how the, old were you in that video oh shot? Uh, 17, 17, oh, 17, 18. Promote 
Yeah, we shouldn't. He's eighteen. He's eighteen. He's okay, eighteen. Okay. Were you? Were you and <laughs> you and our other compatriot also eighteen? You don't even see titties. It's no, fine. no, 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 no. I just mean I if we you ever do see Otto's nipples in it, though. I mean, men watch. What do you? No, I'll throw you. Wait, no. You see, you see, you see our other friends at the end. Because he takes his shirt off and jumps into the snow in the bloopers. Oh, man, I remember that one. Anyway, so a DM has many skills. One of them is railroading. I got some favorite moments from the episode. <laughs> yes, let's talk about the yes. episode. That was a good transition. I dig it. He literally <laughs> great, railroaded yeah. it. Just in a metal good way. Shit. Don't applaud him. <laughs> That's my boy. Uh, <laughs> Father help. No, my boy. That's why he's the best in the favorite. biz, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, real quick. My intro, like, you know, the... Buckle up, liches and bitches. Fucking oh, yeah. cheesy as hell. But that music <laughs> helps, dude. It went from extra cheese to large pizza, no cheese. Mm-hmm. Like, why would why wouldn't you want cheese? Oh, on it was pizza? hot. I had, I uh, fuck off, John. I like cheese on my pizza. <laughs> I know that's all you fucking like because you're not no, true. He's, he's branched out. I've been expanding my taste. I have branched out a bit. Honestly, when Dex instead of playing the fucking game was shoving the pies in his shirt. Oh. <laughs> it's like, just eat the fucking pies, you dumbass. I was, I was making your diff- I made your difficulty class harder than just eating the pies. Well, yeah, because, like, you're trying to hide an entire pie while there's a crowd of people watching you. Of course it's going to be a higher skill check, but he still rolled fucking insanely. Mm-hmm. My rolls Ridiculous. weren't even that great. I mean, I did get a 20 and a 19, but like, I think my other roll was a 10. I think one was like a 13. It's just my modifier on that. It's a plus 8. Plus yep. 8. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we mentioned this, but we're all level 3 in the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I don't think we did mention that. You guys are burning through these uh, early chapters pretty quick. Yeah, we have to find a side quest or something. Also, I have confidence that the... Uh, the later chapters should take longer. Yeah, that and we we do have content planned for when that stuff runs out. Oh yeah, I got plans. I got well, ideas. Some ideas that have been flowing. Ooh, Ooh I'm excited. Which you will have to wait to find out, dear listener. What? <laughs> oh, I thought dear, you were talking about me, dear cast wait, members. Why are you guys? You why, have to wait you, to find you, out. Why are you conniving? <laughs> All of you have there? to wait to find out. I have plans. You see. Oh yeah, favorite moment from the show. Who wants to go next? All right, I mean, if if you're going to twist my arm a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Dex and Jordan are the ones that still got to go. I'm still thinking of um, a specific one. All right. <clears throat> okay, I know I definitely have, like, two. And one of them is kind of cheating, but it's, uh... Why, because it's, it's your own moment? No, 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 no. It's, uh, it's just Joe's table talk in general. Like, Joe okay, provides yeah. a commentary track while we are recording, and like it's just all zingers. Like Scott is just like, <laughs> like you're, you're trying to think of saying like, "Sir, this is like this is a Spencer's," but you say "Sir," and like immediately Joe just cuts you off and goes, "This is a Wendy's." Like, like right. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I, yeah, I feel okay. Jo- Joe's pretty good. I um uh, oh oh thank you. That means a lot. I um I I really like my biggest fear is when we record together is like stepping over like you guys. But sometimes I just can't help like say things oh, and then I and I realize like oh shit this isn't my moment because like I don't want to butt in you know. But I also want to like help mm. add to like the comedic factor if I can. No, I think I think we've all been pretty good at that so far. It's just like figuring out when's the right moment to pop in and just like say a a, qu- a good quip. Like it, it helps yeah. it helps keep it balanced. I think 
it would be one thing if like while Scott is like, sir, you're like Preston runs in and punches Dex in the head and hands Scott the lollipop and is like, you're welcome. Exactly. And then runs out. Exactly. But you just being like, this is a Wendy's. Like, that shit's funny. Like, no one's going to be like, why, Joe? You made a good joke. Ah! Why? <laughs> Obviously, I know not to like, interrupt like, like heavier moments. Because, like, those, I, <laughs> yeah. you know, everyone, I, I think everyone deserves to have the opportunity to, like, flesh out their character. Oh, oh, wait. I remembered my other favorite moment, and it does involve Dex. So I'm so sorry if this <laughs> Don't be, it's fine. I don't care. Because it was an accident. That's what the show is meant editing. for. Is masturbation? That's what the table talk show is about, is all of us just jizzing on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> can't you, can't you smell about it? How great we are. Shit. Oh. So oh, God. I was playing oh. with the reverb, which, for those of you who don't know, uh, reverb in like an audio sense, it's like if you're in a cave and you're like, hello, it's not the hello, hello, hello. It's just like the hello, and like the sound is like rumbling still. That's reverb. Uh, the hello, 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 that's echo. Just for like those of uh, you listening who may not know that, that's what that means. But I was playing with the reverb in like the uh, I think Otto called it the Skyrim loading Skyrim loading screen bit. Oh yeah, that sounded really good. So like Otto's voice was like coming in really creepy, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then <laughs> Luke's voice was like, "Let us out, you ass!" <laughs> and like the reverb kept going, and I was like, oh fuck, that's actually kind of funny. But then Dex was like, does this mean I don't have to pay for the lollipop? And Scott was like, no, you don't pay for the fucking lollipop. And it's just like that whole little like, oh, like all of that is like reverbed. And that shit just had me crying. Yeah, that's oh really great. God. I also really like the uh, the sound effects you did on uh, uh, Otto's voice throughout whenever we were talking to the game master. Yes, it was great. Like, that effect was really good. Oh, thanks. Which I know Otto has heard a bit of it. But the rest of you haven't. The uh, the final draft of the episode. Yes, sir. In areas. So like the the opening monologue where Otto is talking about uh like in a world where blah 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 and there's Elixir mm-hmm. and tone, like that opening monologue. There's just this really cool like fantasy movie trailer sound that's playing. I just added like a little phone noise for when uh, Dex calls his mom. And every time I've heard yeah. the episode since, I've checked my phone thinking that it's ringing. And I'm like, oh, I need to make thousands of people check their phone for no reason. <laughs> Dude, oh, okay. Great. The phone? I love that. The phone call was fantastic. I don't know if anybody else had heard that bit, but I got to hear that part. It was awesome. <laughs> Next I year's fucking loved it. Up. Like, for a second, I had to remember that I was voicing that. <laughs> Yeah, no, that whole scene, honestly, perfectly encapsulates uh, Dex, I feel, in the first episode. I think it perfectly like, oh, yeah, encapsulates... Uh, I'm, uh, I'm done with school. Whole, I think that like, whole scene just manners? sets, this, I, I sets the tone for this campaign. Yeah, it really does. 100%. Yeah, definitely. Oh, there's actually one more favorite moment, and it's really small, but uh, it's whenever Preston <laughs> says, like, we probably wouldn't bump elbows at school. <laughs> and Chris is like, yeah, fuck you, or whatever. And Dex reaches out and just rubs on Scott's elbow. <laughs> okay, that's, that's the last one of my favorite moments. That was, that was a good moment. That was a good Ooh, one. Actually, All one right, more, Jordan. One more. It's whenever Ooh. Dex says something to God, and he's like, what's a penis? Or, or something dumb. And, uh, <laughs> and Otto's like, I'll tell you later, Chief. And I I, I, I added the voice. Oh, yeah. Just that one line. I was, gonna, I was like, all right. Oh, yeah. I, I remember that. I that one because I cracked up when I heard that. Dude, oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> I monopolized. Ah. 
<laughs> uh, from me. Yeah, I said I, th- I think I said I'll I'll tell you when you're older, yeah. Chief. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. But with but the voice editing, it's Dex phenomenal. Asked. I was gonna say one of my favorite moments was uh, when Dex uh, called his mom, and I was like, she didn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, the just no. That was great. That just was no. fun. It's just like the little small comments like that that gets me the most. I love that. There is a lot of really good just small quips here and there that are just scattered throughout. Like sprinkles on a nice Sunday. Yeah, like I the love big sprinkles. comedy bits are fun and all, but it's just the little like four or five word just like punches. Oh, those get me every time. Yeah, that's my favorite. It's because <laughs> it's because like even with the whole Preston's mom joke, like at this point it's not scripted, but it's almost expected. While the no kind of thing is just it's genuine <laughs> yeah, yeah, banter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It it's really is genuine banter, and it's. I love it. Another one of my favorite moments was when everyone was discovering each other's tails and ears, and <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, Scott's uh, Scott's scream was beautiful. I kind of uh, listening back to it, I'm like, yeah, that's not as good as I thought it was gonna be. It's like the first time, like he wakes up. The first, like the first line of the show in the fantasy setting is just Scott screaming, and I'm like, fuck. Yes. <laughs> I like because I, I knew, like, going into this, I was like, all right, yeah, you just like woke up from a weird fucking trip in a different place with these strangers that you just met today, and it's like, you see a giant fucking turtle in a city, and a bunch of weird other fantasy shit going on, it's like, okay, what's the first thing that you're gonna do reacting to all this? And I just screamed a really weird and kind of awkward scream. Damn, guys, we're funny. (laughs) We're so funny. Oh my gosh. If you get anything from this episode of the Table Talk Show, it's that we're funny, and like, if you don't like that, why are you you here? We're we're different (laughs) than the other podcast guys. We're not like any other podcasters. We're you yeah, unique. We're not like every other comedy D&D podcast. We're actually funny. <laughs> we're... <laughs> oh my gosh, Jennifer, you're such a crackhead. We're so quirky. Oh my goodness. Oh like my gosh. <laughs> I saw Clarissa. I heard Jordan. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, well... Thank you guys so much for listening to the first episode of the Table Talk Show for this campaign. Um, all the other episodes will be posted the week after uh, the, the episode drops, like the episode will drop, then a week later we'll talk about it. And yeah, that's sort of how it goes here. I don't know what I'm doing. Joseph, take us out. <laughs> it is better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. And I say that as a sad single 22 year old man who gets no bitches holy shit yeah okay what the fuck joe no maiden no maidens <laughs> no maidens all right see you next week bye no wenches joe we're talking <laughs> joe we're talking after this are you okay no i I've, I've, I've been joking i'm not sad i am single though no, you're good you're good you're all, good for all, you're all good. the, for all the <laughs>